Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Forrest and one Mike Luby Lubitz. And one of the uh, most interesting things and fascinating things about Luby, who you've become familiar with, and uh, let's face it, uh, character is not uh, illuminating enough to uh, describe what this man and his life has been all about. But one of the interesting things is uh, he knows many people that he grew up with who have become significantly accomplished in their life. And we welcome one of those gentlemen to the program right now. Uh, Justin later joins us on the show. He has a movie out on Netflix that he wrote called Windfall, and it has uh, just an absolutely stellar uh, cast starring in this film and uh, one of many successes that he's had so far. And uh, the, the interesting thing is we welcome Justin uh, to the program, Justin. Uh, first of all, how are you? I'm good. It's been a it's been a wild week with the release of a movie like this. Um, it's bigger than um, anything I've ever experienced before. My other two movies, which were significantly smaller, at least in release, so it's been exciting. Well, that's great. But but was it as exciting as meeting uh, Mike Luby Lubitz in Hebrew school? Uh, I believe you go all the way back to like Hebrew school, uh, where you know I guess uh, where you practicing haftorahs there for. Uh, uh, upcoming bar mitzvahs, and did you attend Luby's bar mitzvah? Because uh, we have some questions about that. If you oh, did, Jesus. I, I attended Luby's bar mitzvah. Um, being the, the movie's been out for this Friday will be a week, um, and I'm starting to now come back down to reality. I still haven't come back down to reality since I met Lubitz in Hebrew. School. That, was, <laughs> that, that was that was first grade, so I don't think you could compare the two. They're putting your star on the Hollywood Boulevard uh, Hall of Fame there. And, uh, you know, you still can't forget the nightmares about meeting Mike Luby Lubitz. Uh, well, we, we were curious, though, uh, A, how was the food at Luby's Bar Mitzvah? And B, how obsessive was he about the money? And did he open your gift right away and uh, pass judgment on whether or not you really were his friend? You know what? I don't remember the specifics because, and Luby could attest to this, back in those days, it was like the bar mitzvah circuit every Saturday. Yeah. It was, a, it was a different one. I do remember his little, um, you know, you have to like sign a board. And I do remember his very cheesy early 90s. And he's like wearing a Tommy Hilfiger shirt, like turning to the camera pose. And it stood out so much that for a period of time, I don't know, in like the mid 2000s or like around 2010 for a solid year, I, I was able to get my hands on a picture of it, and it was my Facebook profile picture for a solid year. <laughs> <laughs> now, did he have the little conditions and, and the hot dogs and the jackets there, uh, you know, or, or was it just, uh, you know, some cheesy generic stuff that he uh, had somebody go pick up at a Costco? No, I think he did a good job. I think his parents did a good job. I think there, I'm sure there was pigs and blankets. Yeah. Um, yes. Uh, and there was a, there was a, the, the, the mustard power. is the key there. The mustard is absolutely the key. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I remember it being a big deal. I think he was calm, cool, and collected. I don't know what was going on behind the scenes, but um, I remember. <laughs> losing it, you know. I remember. I, I, it, it didn't stand out. And looking back on those years now, the ones that stood out were usually the ones where like crazy stuff was going on. He had one of those bill sorting machines like they have at the racetrack <laughs> or at a bank. <laughs> I heard there were calculations being made uh, on the fly as the people were entering, uh, you know, for uh, before they even decided to put out any of the hors d'oeuvres. All right, let's uh, get away from that. And now, how did you get involved in uh, filmmaking and uh, obviously screenwriting? Because uh, 
you know, Luby, I don't know if any of the other classmates have demonstrated any of this kind of inclination or skills, but uh, certainly we haven't seen any of that from Luby. So <laughs> how did you, uh, you know, it's kind of a unique thing. Uh, how did you get started? Um, it's always been something I was interested in. I went to college and I majored in film and then from um, university college, I went to UCF and then I went to AFI where I had to focus and pick a discipline. So I picked screenwriting um, and telling stories and movies and TV shows was always a, a big deal for me growing up. And I, I knew fairly early on that this is what I wanted to do. Um, and, uh, you know, you just sort of pick a lane and stick to it. And I always say, like, you know, it's tougher when you um, it's tougher when you when you don't know what you want to do and you're sort of like floundering to find it, even if it's even if you land at something that's kind of a more realistic um, ambition, um, that's tougher to me than knowing what I, I'd rather know what I want to do, knowing that the odds are like astronomically against you, because at least I know what I'm driving at. Um, and it was always this. And luckily, I started young because I knew I wanted to do this young and I was too naive to know that the odds were stacked against me. Um, and, and But, you know, here I am. He's being super humble. Defoe, he was writing scripts. Like, when I first met him in fourth grade, he was writing full scripts. Like, he was a nine-year-old writing scripts. Like, he had dialogue. In Hebrew, scene. no less. Yeah, and yeah. some Hebrew thrown into. Justin's literally been doing this forever. It's not luck. Dude went to UCF, was stellar there. Then went to AFI, one of the most renowned film schools in all of the world, and was one of the top of their class. So, he's full of shit. He is humble he's been talented his whole life in a way i could only dream of what i want to ask you though about this film windfall you co-wrote it with andrew kevin walker writer of the legendary film seven starring an amazing cast jesse plemons uh jason siegel and lily collins my wife's favorite actress right now of emily in paris you guys did all this in covid and like literally that was a big part of what you were trying to put together was what can we do in covid how did you guys put together this entire thing? This last year, right? When COVID, you couldn't come to my wedding because of COVID. You, you did a whole film and you guys are writing on Zoom. You guys are workshopping on Zoom. You're shooting. Some of you are there. Some of you are not there. We're doing, literally, I'm reading you guys are walking around the house. Two of you are there in mass. The other two are at home. Like, how the hell was it doing a whole film during COVID? It was wild. I am... Um... Yeah, Char, my my writing partner Charlie, who goes on to direct a lot of the stuff that I write, well, all the stuff that I've written. Um, we were set to shoot a movie in June of 2020, and then obviously the pandemic hit, um, and that sort of screeched the brakes on everything. And then um, I, I believe Jason Siegel had something. Like the whole world was on pause basically, and we got it. The myself, Andy, Charlie, Jason were all friends. One morning we got a text from Jason and. Um, it was basically, let's all hop on a Zoom. I think I have an idea, um, something that's super small, something that maybe we could all do safely if, if, if it's possible, and something to sort of just stay creative in these uncertain times. And so we hopped on a Zoom, and we liked the initial idea, which ended up being kind of the loose premise of Windfall. We, we, beat, we, you know, we beefed it up and beat it out from that point on. And... Um, yeah, we spent four months, the four of us breaking the story or a couple months breaking the story. And then Andy and I went off to write it. That was like, again, end of March, beginning of April 2020. We had a script. I think Andy and I had a script. God, I want to say by September of 2020. It's all we in 2020. Oh, geez. Yeah, then we were shooting the movie February 2021. 
Um, so it was, it, it came together super fast, but it was pre vaccine pre, you know, with the, the time, everything was still really rocky. Um, but there was, it was a way for us to sort of tell a small story, stay creative and do it safely. Um, and it ended up, yeah, it, it was wild the way that it came together, but it was a lot of fun. It was a, other than just the act of like having something to do from a work standpoint, just hopping on a zoom for four hours a day, whether it was Andy and I writing or the four of us breaking the story, it felt like you were just hanging out with friends that you couldn't see. So it was an, it was a great distraction from what, what was going on at the world at that time. The rest of the world was busy consuming everything that was on Netflix <laughs> and yeah. binge watching I mean, Ozark and uh, Tiger King. And... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was gargling with formaldehyde after a while just to get a buzz. I mean, uh, it was uh, driving everybody crazy. Jason Later, childhood uh, buddy uh, of Mike Luby Lubitz and uh, screenwriter, uh, and now we're reaching great heights with, with the movie Windfall on Netflix, our, our guest here, and uh, happy to have him with us here on the Defo Show. Uh, uh, you know, you know it uh, strikes me, Windfall, uh, you know, I, I didn't get a chance to see any capsulization about, uh, you know, we see the cast and don't really know what the movie's about. But being a degenerate gambler, I'm assuming that it involved making some kind of a score. I mean, uh, <laughs> am I even close to that? Uh, I was you just are, in Atlantic in, City. In, yeah. You nailed it. In a way, you are close to it. Yeah. I mean, um, the, yeah, the, the basic premise is that uh, Jason plays a character who is uh, breaking into a, a tech billionaire's house because he knows that it's one of his many houses. He knows that he's not going to be there. He's never there. Um, and he wants to just sort of get what he can get, you know, small little rinky dink stuff, maybe a watch, maybe some cash and just get out of there. And then all of a sudden the uh, tech billionaire and his wife show up um, unannounced in a surprise visit. And from that point on the stakes keep, uh, snowballing and it gets bigger and bigger and bigger it's a throwback to sort of like 50s and 60s film noir set in very modern times um and it hopefully uh builds to a very sort of explosive kind of confrontation which obviously i don't want to spoil um yeah. but I, i'm i think it's really exciting i'm really proud of it everybody did such a good job all the actors it's it's really special so this is your third film one I love is sort of like this in a sense that it's one set. They get to a house, and that's where a lot of it's shot. Uh, the Discovery is a little different. It's all over the place, a lot more characters. What's the difference between doing a film as a writer and also you're still an ex executive producer. You're involved in how it gets done. What's the difference between something with one set, something with more characters, more difficult, easier? Like, how do you find? Uh, would you rather do something like this, something bigger, or just what are the differences? Without getting into like the nitty gritty of yeah, running, because yeah. I imagine your listeners don't care that much about it. Um, what was super interesting about the one I love, our first movie and this one, is that we built the story and the script uh, around the resources we already had available to us as opposed to going out trying to find it. Um, so like there's a huge, there's a moment, there's a scene in Windfall that takes place in a sauna. The four of us would never have come up with that idea had we not known there was a sauna on the property. So we really utilized at uh, the, the resources we had av available to us. And we sort of reversed engineered a script based on that. And, and, and sort of what you said about windfall taking place at one location, that was always kind of, um, I'm sorry, the sun is literally rising That's on right. me right now. <laughs> fighting uh, West Coast. You need a lighting uh, technician. Uh, yeah. Um, the, the, the idea was always to sort of capture that feeling that we were all feeling when we wrote it, which was this is taking place the movie is not about the pandemic, obviously. There's no mention of COVID. Nobody's wearing masks. But that sort of feeling that you don't even know if you feel safe in your own house. 
because of the uncertainty that's going on outside. And this was the way that we told that story. It's kind of our version of what it felt like in the early days of the pandemic without ever mentioning the pandemic. That was always kind of part of the idea. How sensitive as a screenwriter are you to the way the actors uh, deliver the lines that you wrote? When, uh, when you have Lily Collins, Jesse Plemons, and Jason Siegel delivering those lines, you get on board quickly and you get out of the way because they'll, they'll come up with stuff that's better than you imagined in your head. They'll uh, add their own twist to it. Um, it's, 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 it's basically they're giving you a gift. So uh, you're, I, if, if I'm sensitive at all, I'm sensitive because I can't believe this is actually happening. Now, is that an approach that you uh, evolved into, or uh, did you feel that way when you're making uh, your first uh, film? Also, um, I no, because I've been really lucky with cast in the three movies that we made. The only time that I felt that way was one of my first short films that Luby starred in. And he, <laughs> oh yeah, was that his bar mitzvah say, movie? Is, you no, were filming that. Bad. That's it's, how you got yeah, your actually decent. Didn't say, when when actually... he didn't say the lines properly, I got really upset. But <laughs> <laughs> let me redo it's shit like twelve failing. times. <laughs> well, I mean, uh, that's the way I feel whenever he interjects anything into the shows that we do, and it's twelve <laughs> he, years of putting up. He with starred this. in one of my film school short films. He was in it, and he starred in it. The as what? Exists. What would you cast Luby as? He was a guy failing. A miserly get- Jew. I mean, uh, what, what would it be? Yeah. <laughs> he was he was a guy who was who failed at trying to get a girl to in- take notice in him, and well, he danced. He danced around a stripper pole. He yeah. danced around a stripper pole. I have this footage somewhere. Where is it? I actually want. Yeah, this please. Uh, you know, I mean, if it shows up, but what if we ever make it big with this thing? And then, uh, <laughs> and then just next thing you know, this film pops up of Luby uh, doing lewd and uh, and performing a lot of insidious behavior. Yeah, we, uh, it was, it was, it was, I, I got to find it. You still have it. You know you have a piece of work. Uh, <laughs> well, it'll be worth a piece of whatever we make for, from now on, which, he, uh, he you know, I would imagine the Netflix uh, check is, uh, you know, fairly substantial by compared to the daily pay that we make here on uh, ION Channel. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, so uh, was Luby any kind of an athlete? Because he claims that he was on the bowling team in high school, average 200. High school. Like he was, uh, you know, freaking Don Carter. Uh, and then, uh, you know, he, he says he was like a, a functional second baseman and, and a defensive stalwart on the basketball courts. Is that all bullshit, Jason Later? <laughs> Justin Later. Yeah. Justin Later, it, yeah. It, Why are we yes, saying it, Jason? It, it, Sorry. It, if he's saying that, it absolutely is. Um, <laughs> I've never I've never heard that. I've never seen that. I've seen him bowl at Don Carter's. Um, yeah. <laughs> Uh, but uh, no, I, I knew he he loved to talk about sports passionately yeah. um, and he'd get in fights and I, I would instigate fights between him and his brother um, and just sit back and watch the show. But no, I don't remember him in ever suiting up in any sort of um, uniform. No, I don't. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, maybe on Halloween. Maybe on Halloween. <laughs> All right. I love the typecasting in your first film. Oh, my God. And, and you know, what's great about this, uh, and, and it's been terrific talking to you, Justin, and uh, even reminiscing about uh, Luby a little bit, is that uh, I, I'm sure out of all the guys in film school, very few probably end up doing what, what you're doing. You know, it's like, my brother always says to me, you always wanted to be a sports broadcaster and uh, nobody ends up doing what they set out to do. So, uh, you know, that's uh, that's great stuff for you. And uh, congratulations on your success. Windfall, it's available now, right, on Netflix? Yes, yeah, it, it's there now. Go check it out. 
All right, we're going to do that. Uh, we'll check it out for sure. And uh, thanks so much for joining us here and getting up oh, early with us. Uh, how, how do you like paying six bucks for gas out there in LA? <laughs> oh, God. I drive a Prius, so and I and I and and for the past couple of weeks, I haven't had to drive very far, so the I haven't hit that six buck mark. But it's I know it's coming. I'm I'm, I'm on a I have a quarter of a tank left, so it's about to hit me. All right, all right. Well, uh, good luck with that, and uh, you know maybe Joe B will do something about that before uh, too much some more time passes. Th- thanks for being with us here on uh, on the Defo Show. Thank you. Thanks for having me, thanks, guys. Justin, man. Thank I love you. you all right, Justin. Later. Telling some uh, secrets about your well, past, Louie. You're like you can talk Says it was all bullshit. Everything that you uh, said that you <laughs> did as a, as a giant. I never said I was a good second baseman. Baseball was my worst sport. I was good at I was good at bowling, and I was pretty good at football and okay at basketball. I've never said baseball. Uh, it's fine. You know what? Uh, I'm not going to uh, try to diminish the uh, idea of your stature as an athlete uh, at this point. What difference does it make, right? I mean, if you're great. And you didn't turn pro and nobody ever heard of you. I mean, what's the difference? You could claim anything, right? Exactly. That's it. <laughs> whatever it was, whatever it meant to you, that, that was the thing. I mean, as there long as you got go. some enjoyment out of it, that's uh, what life is all about. Thank all you. right. Uh, that was fun, man. Uh, Justin later, And that's big. Netflix, uh, Windfall, the name of the movie. Yep. And the uh, cast uh, is uh, illustrious, right? Jason Siegel, Lily Collins. Jesse Plemons. I liked yep. his approach uh, about the fact that, uh, you know, he, he, he thinks these people actually enhanced the script that he wrote. Yeah. Well, he's been so, very uh, lucky. Like the last movie he did had Robert Redford, and like like he's had really good cast for wow, his first wow. three films. Yeah, like they've been insane. It's very very impressive that you even uh, yeah, you know, know a that you knew the guy and that b <laughs> that he sustained a relationship <laughs> exactly. with you that continues to this day. <laughs> exactly. And he was at your bar mitzvah. I, I cannot claim that I know too many people uh, anymore that were at my bar mitzvah, Mike Lubula. But I would have to say You're most of them are gone. I was going to say God forbid, <laughs> but I mean. Oh, yeah, yeah. He checked out uh, a couple of years ago, that Barry Schwartz. <laughs> These days, we're all looking for comfort anywhere we can find it. Thank goodness for Landlubbers, Raw Bar and Grill in the plantation location because they are making sure you are as comfortable as possible. First of all, they're not only open for delivery and pickup. All you have to do is go to landlubbersbarandgrill.com for both pickup and free delivery. Their hours have changed a little bit. Monday through Thursday from 3.30 to 10 and Friday, Saturday and Sunday from 11.30 to 10. You're going to have the best wings in the world. You're going to have a great burger. You're going to have their amazing soups. Again, Landlubbers Raw Bar and Grill. It's nice and easy. Just go to landlubbersbarandgrill.com for both your pickup and free delivery. Thank goodness for Landlubbers for making you always feel right at home. Hey, folks, Tony Segreto here. What if I told you you could go to a great restaurant, feel completely safe because their COVID protocol is unmatched, have an amazing meal, have a great time. When the bill comes, you won't get sticker shock. You're going to say, that's too good to be true. No, it's not, because I'm talking about Texas Roadhouse. Great family atmosphere, great atmosphere for a couple, great atmosphere if you just want to go by yourself and watch a game and have the coldest beer in town. And while you're doing that, have the best bread in town. All at Texas Roadhouse. Everything you get there is fresh every day and made sure it's served at your table, hot and ready to go. And the best part is you don't get sticker shock because the prices are amazing. Texas Roadhouse. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.